Hello and welcome to the Heat Army podcast. We are back after a two-week break, after a family holiday that has left me more tired than anything in the world. Uh, so and I'm, I've, I've got cold. Uh, I even had a PCR test this week, Mickey, and uh, thankfully it come back negative, but I was just feeling so, so bad that uh, I had to go get tested. But thankfully, everything's all right. But everything's all right in the world of Gated as well, Mickey. Fine win at the weekend and, a, and not a bad draw in the FA Cup. Ah, it's, uh, it takes us back. That just Vickers and Tots was the very last game at Runcorn. Can you remember that? Yeah, the ruled ground. Yeah, it's, uh, <coughs> it was a, a hell of a day out, that one. Uh, I think you on the coach on the way back and got a mince pie mushed into your toes, as I remember, into your tights. Yeah, uh, someone put a pair of, I think it was a pair of tights caught that on our afternoon and all. That's where the flavour is. And um, <laughs> talking of flavour, Dixon's Palace <laughs> this weekend. Oh, yes. The Magic. Leek ham and chicken. Oh, chicken, leek and ham. So I have two. It was uh, absolutely lovely. Um, before we start, um, if you haven't been with the PDOMI podcast before, it'll fully live if you're watching us uh, at nine o'clock on Thursday night. Um, it's fully interactive. You can send us messages. Let us know how you think, how you feel. We are going to be joined by Lone, uh, Hull Looney, uh, to get it, Matty Jacob, who scored two magnificent headers uh, on Saturday against Bradford Park Avenue. So we're going to be speaking to him, welcoming him to the Heed Army family. Uh, it'd be lovely to catch up with him because he's he's made a great impact in that left-back start since he's arrived on Tyneside. Uh, also, as well, just before we go any further forward, a big happy birthday to Charlotte Potts, friend of the podcast, ambassador of the foundation, and not a bad GFC, uh, uh, Sunderland ladies player as well. So, uh, happy birthday, Charlotte. Happy 21st birthday, Charlotte. Yeah, uh, so there we go. Um, and well, we've got some messages here. We've got uh, Mason Ford, but evening, gents. Evening, uh, Gordon, but good evening, lads. How are you doing tonight? A uh, little bit full of cold, but uh, we're, we're all right. It's not COVID. We're all right. Uh, Jack Banners, but evening. We've got evening, one here yeah. from Dubouncer 99. Hot whiskey will sort you out, Dave. It will, but I'll probably be asleep by about 15 minutes into the show. Uh, lots of messages yeah. coming in. David Tron, evening, lads. Uh, great win in the FA Cup and good draw in the next round. The chicken and leek and ham pie is a taste sensation. It certainly is. And if Dixon would like to sponsor the commentary on a match day, or a free pie, I'd be even better than that, so I don't have to wander along the air concourse. Um, we've got Charles Woff. Good evening, boys, and good evening, Woff. So, uh, hello, everybody, and uh, as I say, welcome to the show. It, it should be very good. Now, uh, Mickey, the game on Saturday, um, it was first half was a bit of a slow burn um, at times, but the second half really kicked off, didn't it? Uh, the first half and that goal they give away. Yeah, I I, I'm. I'm going to keep saying it, Dave. I've said it all day Saturday. <coughs> I don't really have. I've got no problem with Mike or thingy, but we've got to stop doing doing this because we give the ball away. Everyone's still in their own half, and we're just getting pushed back, and it gives teams to attack onto. And yeah. the goal we give away on Saturday was ridiculous. Well, I had hoped to play the highlights here. They were working before we came on. Uh, oh, there we go. It's caught up now. It's uh, gone a bit faster there. Uh, so we <laughs> watch some of the goals uh, as, we, as we're talking about the game. Uh, I mean, the, the Ollie free kick, we'll start off with that. What a, oh. 
you know, if, if that had been Lionel Messi in the Champions League, it would have been replayed all week long on Sky Sports News. It was just in. Just well, in, what got me, Dave, was their coach. <coughs> pardon me. And bounced their run on the touchline as if it was no wrong. If you look when we got the free kick, the lad's absolutely. He's dragging the shirt off Kedwin. Yeah. That's it, why the referee's given the free kick. Uh huh. It's uh, from my angle when I was watching it in the, in, in the commentary, it. it Looked like it was a bit of a harsh decision, but in the replay, you, you can see there. I mean, it's just yeah, he's just pulling it there. Um, mm-hmm. it's uh, but, oh, look at the manager. If you look at the manager, he's bunting like a like Zebedee on crack, yeah. Well, here's the free kick. We're probably gonna have to stop it after this because it's jittering. I don't know why, so apologies. Um, for this, Ethan but, cable in. yeah, Ethan <laughs> was in there. We'll go, but uh, amazing free kick there to stop. Oh, tremendous. But I mean, absolutely tremendous. I mean, he was excellent all game, Ollie. To be fair, yeah, um, it, it certainly was. I mean, it was, just, it was just a really good goal, and then a bit of a calamity at the back for their goal. Um, you've you can say that it may have been offside, but you've got to see the concentration from the gates of defence was a little bit lapsed. Maybe with Mike just coming on, he wasn't fully switched on. I don't know. I'm not gonna, you know, you <coughs> want to have a good result. One of them things, but it'll happen to teams at every level. But we, we come off from it and, you know, stayed patient in the second half. And we, we really, we wait for the gaps to appear. We didn't make any changes. We didn't panic. And then all of a sudden the floodgates opened. That's it. I mean, Wardy's goal was a good goal. Matty Jacobs' two headers were good goals. So, I mean, McCauley Langstaff, it's a great little through ball. And he's tucked it away. I mean, McCauley is just absolutely on fire at the minute. Yeah, we had hoped to have him on the show tonight, but he's doing some uh, university work he needs to uh, catch up on. So we'll let him off with the goals that he's scoring. But he w- he will be on soon. Don't worry, we will we'll have McCauley on. It's it's the the it's, it's, I don't know, it's like chasing uh, big bass fishing, trying to get McCauley Langstaff. We'll, we'll, keep, <laughs> we'll get him one day, and when we do, we'll get him mounted on this wall behind us. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get him mounted on the wall, are you? Aye, uh, like a bass. Want <laughs> 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 to press the button and it sings, "Don't worry, that's what I'm gonna have." <laughs> um, after the season's finished, we don't stop scoring goals. But um, no, it, it, it was a great. I mean, as you see, you mentioned Dan Ward there, and if anyone <laughs> of a goal on Saturday, it was Dan Ward. Um, one of them players, I think that since he's moved into central midfield, because uh, he had more of cameos on the wing, didn't he, and a little bit higher up last season. But he, he he settled into that. He spoke to us in pre-season. He said that's where he sees himself. That's where he plays his best. And I think we're starting to see that. Yeah. Uh, I, he looks, to me, he looks a bit like, plays a bit like Liam Agnew. Yeah. I mean, Liam be- Agnew had a good season with us. And he, he ranked, plays a similar, he's got a similar style, hasn't he? He has, he has, but he, he seems to get more out under the wings as well, though, doesn't he? He's a bit more industrious in, in that sense. But he is really, like, as I say, just he's, it was nice to see him. I even predicted uh, on the build up in the commentary that I, I fancied him to get a goal. Yeah, um, you even said it to me before the game. So, yeah, to say, I say a lot of things, it doesn't always come true. But, uh, <laughs> well, for the first time I got read, I said that uh, I fancied Adam Campbell to score. So, yeah, and I knew he'd have to score soon. Known goal, though, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> With a deflection, yeah. so well, but it's a bit hard. if he hadn't took the shot, it doesn't go in. So yeah, we've got here. Yeah, home and run corner. We exciting week ahead. Away the lads, it is, sure. it is certainly is. Um, 
Are the phone lines open tonight, lads? They're not tonight. Uh, as I say, I don't know how long we're going to go. We'll, we'll go as long as we can, but I'm not feeling the greatest tonight. But I want <laughs> one from you. Um, what's it? <laughs> oh, Mrs. Ford says the referee was a useless get. Yeah, he certainly was. <laughs> um, ah, this. But that said, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll go on to it a little bit later on. There was some news that broke today about... Um, uh, the the light. Well, I don't know how to say the the confusion with the team sheet that was handed out. Now the referee must have been informed before kickoff that Paul Blackett wasn't going to be on the bench and was going to be replaced by Ryan Womble. And um, I can only imagine that we will find the seven hundred and fifty pounds, which I'll bring this up an article that came out today. Um, uh, for I would say for administration, uh, you know, clerical that the team sheet probably wasn't handed out to uh, rectify that to the Bradford officials in the stand. That's the only way I would probably hazard a guess at it. I don't know the fulls ins and out, but uh, Bradford, not the happiest team in the world. They wanted us, uh, what, you know, they want us kicked out. Club fumes as their rule breaker opposition aren't kicked out of the FA Cup. Now, you can see maybe they're overreacting, maybe the heat of the the moment, but we have seen teams thrown out for a lot less, um, you know, but the thing is, he wasn't an ineligible player. It's a clerical thing here. And thankfully for us, um, you know, we're still in the hat and uh, we go on to play Runcorn uh, next week. Uh, so, that, you know, it's it's just the way it is. The cookie crumbles uh, in certain ways. So grapes, if you ask me, mate. Well, there's, it's it can be construed certain different ways. I mean, when I was packing away the commentary stuff, I did look up and they were in a a, a deep conversation at Bradford Park Avenue officials. I didn't think anything of it at the time, but uh, that obviously must have been what they were thinking about. Sam Pendleton, but even lads, a great win uh, in the cup to see us scoring some good goals and uh, as we look very good going forward. Another goal for Langstaff while he's just on fire at the minute. And uh, as I said, we, we said that the other week that he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's in that habit of finding the right place at the right time. And it's, um, but I mean, talk about the man of the match. I mean, Dan, got, Dan Ward got man of the match, but you could have easily have went for Greg Ollie, who scored one, made two. Um, you could have went with Matty Jacobs scoring two fantastic headers from left back and he was fantastic. And played well. Yeah. And obviously we'll be talking to him about that um, soon. And it's just it's just really nice, isn't it, to, that, that we can have a performance that way. You couldn't really pick out any bad things apart from that five seconds or two seconds of madness that led to their goal. Um, but, you know, we've got to... I mean, move. that's the second goal was a rake, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he's not so, up that one. <laughs> I think I said he's going for a speculative effort, and then it wasn't speculative, but... You know, it was, a, it was a great finish. But um, before Matty Jacob joins us, we're going to play a couple of little adverts here. This one's from our sponsors, and we thank them as ever uh, for their continued uh, support because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this or the commentary because they help us broadcast on this platform. Hello everybody, remember to like and subscribe and share the show. Yes, please do like and subscribe. We are very close to 100 subscribers on uh, YouTube and um, uh, so it's getting quite good. It's uh, nice to get the, just so you get the notifications of when we're live and if you've missed us, you'll get a notification 
for the video that is there. And also as well, if you are still listening on um, the normal platform, uh, I say normal podcast format, uh, where you just listen to the audio version, big thank you that. There's still uh, decent numbers on there as well of people listening in. So a big thank you to everyone that does that. And uh, also a big thank you to everyone that listened in on Saturday um, across the three platforms where we broadcast this out to on Twitter, Facebook and uh, YouTube. There was uh, 500 uh, active presses of play and um, quite a few hours uh, on uh, YouTube of the, the overall listenership. So a uh, big thank you to everyone that uh, listened. And of course we had listeners from Estonia, Bosnia, um, oh, that's Macclesfield. Uh, I think it was Plymouth, Bradford. Uh, Bradford. Uh, it was just uh, just absolutely amazing uh, the the reach that we're having. And uh, but as we say on commentary, it's uh, about hopefully you can get to a game soon and experience it for yourself because the way we're playing at the moment is just absolutely fantastic. It's what you want to see. And, uh, it is. It is. It's really nice to watch at the minute. We've got um, this one here from Craig Hilton. Uh, good evening, lads. Hope you're okay. Good win for the Heat at the weekend in the FA Cup. Same South Shields, though. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, I'm a mask fan for life now. That's how, that's how I feel on that one. At least they didn't turn the floodlights off. Oh, they couldn't go their way. Um, right. Um, <laughs> oh, meow. Um, right, uh, great win, but pleased uh, for me scoring six goals against. Uh, sorry, but pleased we scored six goals against league opposition. Yeah, I mean that's another positive as well. You got to remember, yes, it's yeah, that's been coming though, Dave. Yeah, with, I mean the amount of chances that we create. I, I was thinking about it in commentary, and, and you've got to see we're, we're creating fifteen to twenty chances a game at the minute. Um, you know, and one day like Saturday, you're going to put a majority of them away and give someone a spanking. And, um, you know, that, that's that's the case. But also as well, we've got to mention Lewis Story. Uh, thankfully, he seems to be all right and will be back in action this weekend or in line to be in action this weekend. It looks like he took a nasty cut on the head. And uh, I referred to him as looking like... Um, I'd see. I've seen Nesbitt, who Charlotte and um, Jack Hunt... Jack Hunt had never heard of? I know. can't believe it, can you? Nah, Surely we're not that old, Davy. Surely not. I was devastated, honest. I felt really old, really old. And um, so I thought the ref wasn't bad, in my opinion. Nah, he was all right. He wasn't too bad at all. Uh, we've got lots of messages coming in here. We've got one. The Bradford management team, uh, pitch side, we're not happy about anything the whole game, especially when things not going their way. Well, that often happens. Uh, um, I've seen I, a lot of talk. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not going to be happy when you're getting beat. But um, as I say, there, there was a particular man that had a fantastic game, and uh, we're going to bring him in now. Hello, Matty Jacob, how are you doing? Hello, good, thank you. How are you? Oh, fantastic. All the better for you, uh, scoring them two goals on Sunday. I know, I know. <laughs> you know what it is, Matty? It's the first time I've come away from a game and thought, oh, we might look dangerous at corners next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice to um, make that change for you. Oh, it's fantastic. But um, let's say a, a, a belated welcome uh, to Tyneside. Um, let's say it's, it's lovely to have you with us. Um, we spoke to um, Jacob Chapman um, a few weeks ago, and he had a similar situation. You know, he arrived uh, just a couple of days before his first game. Do you think that yeah. helped you set in a bit more, having the game just straight to jump into? Yeah, yeah. So I joined on the Thursday, and then obviously the Kettering game on Saturday. Um, the lads made me feel... Welcome straight away, and the and the staff 
and then to get 20 minutes at home within two days of being there, as you say, it just gets it out, out the way early, which is good. Yeah, and, and um, I would say you've, you've really settled into the way Gated play the style. It was, was, it a, was it a welcome surprise when you came to the club, how how much we, we use the ball uh, on the pitch? Yeah, it's similar to Hull. We press a lot and we like to have the ball. So mm-hmm. it was it was a great surprise, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's, and uh, who's took you under the wing here in, in Gated? Then who's who's the who's the one that's shown you the nightlife? Oh, the nightlife! Oh. <laughs> Wardy, Wardy's the main man for nightlife. I think I don't want to put him under the bus, but yeah, I we can let him off when he scores goals. Like he scored as well. I know. Uh, he had, had a game, didn't he? Um, yeah. But. Uh, Say one second. Well, just while we got you here, we'll show your two goals and then we'll talk about them. But as I say, there were two fantastic headers, and here they are. Well, we've got another opportunity to get the ball in the box as Ollie puts this in, and in comes the ball. What a finish from Matty Jacob, another player that's deserved the goal today. He's been absolutely fantastic down that left hand flank, and well, he took that well, didn't he? Yeah, fantastic. We're seeing in the first half how good he is in the air, and he's just showing that there. I should hopefully put the game to bed now. I think Dan Ward's been a standout for me, but I think everyone else is. Another delivery comes in. It's 5-1. Matty Jacob again. Well, <laughs> we were just speaking about what that combination was before. And there you go. 5-1. 82 minutes gone. Gateshead Action Stadium. And Gateshead, I think it's safe to say they're into the next round of the FA Cup qualifying. Now, come be honest, Matty, were you thinking there's still five minutes I can get a hat-trick here? I was, yeah. We had a couple of corners, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking... Well, just shut his eyes, but then man, they just hit him. <laughs> just shut his eyes and now know to boot them. <laughs> I was what? I was what? Sorry. In, uh, when we had a corner later, uh, I was laughing with one of the lads saying, oh, shall I get a hat-trick? Uh, one of their defenders was saying... Do not let him score. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been tough to, yeah, tough I, to make you, it through. You don't want to rub salt in the wounds when the left-back's going to no. um, But um, you see, you, you really deserved those goals as well because it was a good all-round performance. I mean, I Thank thought you. You, were, you would have been really up there. I think there was three players, yourself, Greg Ollie and Dan Ward, for getting the man of the match. And obviously Dan was uh, voted it. But I, I think between yeah. the three of you, it was very hard to... Pick out, I mean, right across the park, everyone had a good game, but you saw the three yeah. stand out. Thank you. Yeah, Wardy uh, was class, and so was Greg. Yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic. But am I right in thinking that was your um, first uh, senior goals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that must be a, a good buzz, is it? Yeah, it was. Couldn't believe You're not it. Not teased, but <laughs> I know, yeah. He was absolutely buzzing. I was out, out, I'm over the moon for you as well, Matty. It's, it's great. I just hope you go on and keep going on, and then your career progresses further. That's what I want to Thank see you. from you, mate. Because yeah, if you didn't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock you. <laughs> uh, how did you find out about the interest from Gateshead for the for the loan move? It all happened real, really quickly. I've been trying to get a loan move all season, really. Um, and then I think I was playing a game on the Tuesday away at Watford for the twenty threes. Got brought off at sixty, and by Thursday was training, was training with Gateshead. So, 
I'm not really sure. It all happened really quickly. Oh, but as soon as the opportunity came up, I was I was straight up here. As a damn as the same pardon me, but was it, was it obviously nice to obviously get a loan into stay in full-time football because obviously for a young lad to go out sometimes you can go out to semi-professional sides and yeah was it important to you to be playing and training full-time as well on to get the experience of that uh, yeah another... yeah because i've never really had the experience of full first team football and being um being part of the first team you sometimes train up there now and then but you yeah. you're not i don't want to say you're not looked at for the starting 11 but so, sort of that, that kind of thing. Yeah. So training every day in a first team environment is definitely good experience. And uh, we've got a message that's come in from uh, Mason Ford. It's a question for Matty. Uh, does it feel, uh, what does it, how does it feel coming into the, sorry, question for Matty. Does it feel uh, coming into a physical league? Or how does it feel coming into a physical league? Uh, one of my main strengths is, is heading, as you might have as you might have noticed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my heading has been really good since I came here, defensively. Um, sh- they are more physical, the players, if you get shoulder to shoulder with them. So sometimes you maybe have to just uh, give, them, give them a yard or whatever, mm-hmm. rather than go into it. Because pride, <coughs> pride aside, I might not, might not be the strongest out of the two uh, in 50-50 duels. So, yeah. But that must be your opponent. It must be a fantastic learning curve as well, though, because obviously the under 23s, although there is sometimes some attractive football in it, this is where people are playing to pay their mortgages, pay the car bills, and yeah. it means more. And now you're in the thick of it. And it, 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 do you feel the difference between the under 23 football and obviously first team football at this level? Yeah. Well, three point, three point, you can play for three points in 23s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the season, it doesn't really mean much. You stay in the same league. There's nothing really to win. But here, three points means you're that cl- that much closer to promotion or whatever. Winning the league, so three points is everything. It doesn't matter how you win. So that's Sam the difference, Pen- probably. Oh, my God, a message from Sam Penalty's book. Uh, great goals on Saturday, Matty. Well done. And we've got Cheers, another Sam. message from uh, Lewis Wilkinson's book. So how was it uh, your time at Hull and what do you think of the area gated? So this is obviously asking about what how, what you've done so far at Hull and obviously how you're liking it up here. Uh, well, I've been at Hull since I was eight. Um, so a long time. Testimonial? A lot of, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, ups and downs over the years, but uh, I've managed to keep pushing on and keep getting keep getting contracts. Um. Yeah, and then the time the time's probably come now where I need to go out and get first team football. So the effort at Hull can look at me as a as a man rather than someone coming through the academy. Yeah. And uh, I- uh, and the Gateshead area, um, loving it. Yeah, I've my girlfriend's been up a few times. We've been to Metro Centre, Timeth. Yeah. You've been to Beamish yet? Beamish, no, I've not been to Beamish. Yeah, Beamish, Beamish Museum. If your girlfriend comes up, take up yeah. the Beamish. You'll enjoy that. Right. Okay. Thank you. Definitely. We'll do that next and time. Um, also, as well, that's was... after the pub first, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
Uh, obviously, you scored the two goals. Have you had any feedback from Hull on what they would have obviously looked at your performance? Yeah, I was down. I was down in Hull on Tuesday at the training ground, so I spoke mm-hmm. to Cliff, the assistant manager, and he said, "Well done." Yeah, um, and the all kept in touch. To be fair, yeah, they're all buzzing for me, really. That's fantastic. It's good to hear. I'll let Mickey answer, ask some questions. I was going to say, are you are you commuting up or are you sharing with somebody up here? I'm sharing with I'm sharing with Danny. Oh, Danny my God, two Yorkmen in the house. I know, yeah, I know. Oh God, obviously, I've had it to myself for the last three weeks because he's been back down. Because uh, obviously, there's nothing he can do for a fractured yeah. foot. So I've had no, it to I just myself. need everything it is. <laughs> yeah, I've had to throw <laughs> some stuff out. Oh God, what he's underpants and that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All his clothes, his PlayStation. Um, so, okay. are you done your initiation yet? No, I haven't actually. I'm waiting for an overnight stop, I think. Right. Have you got your song ready? Yeah, I think so. I've got a few options, but one, I think so. Drops of oh. Jupiter. Having a clue uh, what that is. I can't, think. I can't think who sings it. I won't give you a rendition now. No, no, no. Save it. Save it for <laughs> oh, damn. I was waiting for it now. Trust <laughs> me, Mickey, that old I haven't got a clue who or what that song is. Um, I've got another one here. Also, did you get a chance to, uh, to get into the first team with Grant McCann? Have you uh, obviously have you, have you been on the bench of the first team? or? I've been on the bench uh, for the EFL Trophy Games last year against mm-hmm. Grimsby, Harrogate, and Lesser. But I never got on. So I'm still, I was still waiting on the debut, and I've not been on the bench for the league. So uh-huh. you must have been proper buzzing. I was itching to get on, yeah. You know, you're just but... hoping something will happen where you can get onto the pitch. Yeah. You still get your appearance fee if you're still on the bench, though, or do you have to come on? Um, I think I'm not sure. I think I got a little bit because we progressed to mm-hmm. the next through the group stages, but you know, would have yeah. been a bit more if I got on. I think. I was going to say, you would be buzzing if you got an appearance fee. Yeah. A new yeah. pair of socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, obviously, I, I'm guessing you, you're from the Hull area as well. Yeah. yeah well, so born I've, in I've... Barnsley, same as Danny, but moved very young. So. Yeah. Oh, well, it's... it's uh, so, is it Key or just Hull? Say again. Are you a Hull or a Hull Key or man? Oh, FC. <laughs> yeah, we're Westfields. Yeah, he's not 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 at the egg chasing. I'm not in the egg chasing, but I I now few people from Hull and they just completely hate Hull Kio. So I had oh, to yeah. ask the question. Yeah, yeah. We don't like yeah. JR either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> completely put my head. I haven't got a clue. I, I, I just no, it's but, it's um, just rugby Chapman. Yeah, but um, as I said, Matty, as I say, we'll, we'll not keep you too long. Thank you very much for joining us. It, as I say, it's a, a no fantastic day at the club. You, you've settled in, and we're, I'm sure there's more to come from you. And um, as I say, it's, it's a, a young side, and everyone's progressing together. And hopefully, we'll see the hat this Sunday, uh, this Saturday. <laughs> you <never> know. <laughs> got to push for that that extra goal on the match day. <laughs> um, no, Matty, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak. No to problem. You. Nice to meet you. Cheers. Good luck for the rest of the season, buddy. Keep it going, mate. You're doing well. Definitely. Thank you. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. you. And make sure you're in the Cheers town soon. soon. I will. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> bye. Bye. Uh, we're going back, Jacob. Lovely, lovely lad. And um, see, uh, hopefully, you can go on and score some more goals uh, in the coming weeks. And see, or just be part of the winning side. That's that's going to be the best thing. And um, well, let's see. Uh, we've got. Uh, see, he's just sent us a message in the private chat there, saying thanks, fellas. So thank you very much. Uh, first guest to have done that, Mickey. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lovely. Lad. See, that's what happens when you get these young lads on. They're very, very tech savvy. You see. Well, yeah, well, not just that, as, as, as well, because like, uh, we didn't get asked uh, Matt Jacob much about how the parent club look at the loan. We, we knew that they were happy for him to come here. They know how Gated play, but it's the how they keep in touch of it. And, of course, with, pardon me, with, with Matty scoring those goals at the weekend, you know, it's nice to see that they are watching, they are taking notice, they're saying that the lad is progressing and, um, you know, that he took their head off. fantastic. You just got to look at Josh, Josh Kiori. Mm-hmm. Brother, obviously, they can't speak highly enough, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, well, he's uh, I mean, he's been the starting, hasn't he? The last probably the last eight games, he hasn't gotten the score sure. sheet. Yet. Uh, yes, he hasn't gotten the score sheet yet, but hopefully, he does. Uh, we know he's more than capable and he's still uh, representing the under 23s as well, under 21. Sorry, uh, um, he's a young kid and he's got a if he's knuckles in, he's gonna have one hell of a career. That lad, he certainly is. Um, if you didn't hear the commentary, uh, if you were at the game on Saturday, um, I am not able to do the commentary this week, so there won't be any heat on me podcast co- uh, commentary for the Gloucester game. Um, at the family wedding, I know the shock, the horror. Imagine getting married on a Saturday, who does that? Um, so I would imagine BBC Gloucester will be up to cover that game, or that you would hope there'd be some uh, online coverage of that, um, because it's always better than uh, trying to follow things on um, social media, isn't it? Um, we've got this message here from Mason Ford. What do you think of Cooper going to Darlow? Great signing for Darlow, but for Cooper at this stage, you would like to think Ford he'd be playing at a higher level on loan. Yeah, I thought he would have went up. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good move for, for Dalton, and you know, but it's not a full time side. And I don't know, dear, but it's, it's a strange one for Coops. I, ho- I, ho- I think I, ho- I see when he left us, I thought he would have went high. But... I, hope he, I hope he does well, I hope he, um, you know, progresses. But on a personal note, I thought he might have played at a higher level. Or at least at a yeah, wasn't he at low on a tardy pool as well last season at the end of last season. I think he only played a handful of games, if that. I know. I don't. I'm saying I don't think he played, but I think he was there when he. Yeah. So you would just hope that you know this is the one that kicks him on. Uh, but his performances at Gateshead were fantastic, and uh, you know, it's a fantastic lad. So hopefully, you know, he does he does kick on and I say I, I would definitely. Wouldn't be uh, opposed to seeing him in a Gator shirt again. You know, he's, he was that caliber of player. Um, right. Well, see, so the FA Cup draw has been made. We're away to run call, and it's um, probably a draw you would have liked at home because obviously the, the <coughs> Merseyside. But a game you would think we could, you know, we're going to be more than able to hold our own in. You would think, but it is the FA Cup. These games are kind of see They're they're there to challenge you, aren't they? These games when you're going yeah. away to little grounds. It's it's a tough game, David. There's no denying about it. You would fancy your chances at home, but they've got home advantage, and 
yeah, there may be a couple of leagues below, but, but you just kind of take that for granted, especially in the FA Cup. Got to go and play our game you, and give them. Yeah, a- you've got to win the battle. Yeah, and definitely. if we get up there down there and just think, yeah, this should be easy. We'll, we'll almost get rid of it. You've just got to look at South Shields at Mosque. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> you know what I mean. I'm, really, that, really that just shows you. You know what I mean. That just shows you. Yeah, Mosque. Mosque went. And, talking about I mean, Mosque. On a side note, Adam Boyce is it twenty-two goals he scored already this season for my. I'm kids? not sure. Yeah, it's he 20- scored a lot of goals. But, uh, yeah, no, no, I completely get what you're saying. It, it, you have to respect your opposition. That's why this competition has so many giant killings because teams take the chance, take the moment, and we don't want to be on the end of that there in two weeks' time. Oh, well, Dave, how many cup shocks have we seen? Oh, God, Gainsborough, Concert, Billingham, North Liver- Shields, Blythe, Liversedge. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few out there, and um, as I say, and uh, Mr. Luke has put, sorry, I'm late, fellas. Well, it's all right. I'll tell you what, Mr. Luke, you're just in time to see the interview with Mike Williams from Gator CTV previewing the Gloucester game this weekend and also talking about the FA Cup draw. Mike, see another home game coming up on, on Saturday here against Gloucester City after the, the 60 win over Bradford in the FA Cup. Last week, obviously, how the, the lads been so, uh, looking and training after that one. We've had a good week. Um, obviously, you know, we've got a few injuries. So uh, we've got a few lads that are closer to, to joining back in, um, which is positive. But yeah, we've, uh, like I say, we know it's going to be uh, a tough test and uh, we've prepared really well. So we're looking forward to it. fans of the scene, Louis, came off and we sort of mentioned it after the game. He said he's going to A&E. What's kind of the situation with, with him at the minute? Yeah, he's, he's good to go. Um, Old school centre off, so uh, yeah, he's going to be patched up, but uh, yeah, no issues. So he's uh, he's fit and ready. And in terms of the sort of longer term injuries, are there are there any of those lads who are sort of nearing a, a return to being involved? Um, Jack isn't too far away. Um, it'll be in the near future. Forbes is um, in a physical transition at the minute, so uh, he's getting a good base uh, in him to uh, to get back uh, joining full training. Uh, which is positive, um, and then yeah, Luke and Danny are still still a few weeks away. Um, obviously, it's just a bit of a slower one. We're in them there two cases, so but no, yeah, looking forward to uh, getting Jack and, and Forty back soon. And Gloucester, obviously coming up on on Saturday. What kind of test are you are you expecting them to bring? Yeah, I mean. I think it's going to be a bit of an unknown quantity. I think uh, they've got a, a lot of players coming back um, from injury and uh, they've had a slow start to the season in terms of points, but I've watched uh, their games against Chorley and Curzon and they've got good players and uh, they, they, they can be effective and cut through teams. So we've got to make sure that we're uh, focused on our transitional play and our defensive play. Um, but like I say, 95% about is about how we turn up and and the levels that we hit, and that's what we're going to focus on. And of course, the last time they they played here at the international stadium, it was a, a pretty tight game. Yourselves coming out just the, the victors by a one nil scoreline. Do you look back to that at all in in terms of how that game went? With obviously a, a few of the lads here still being involved, and not all the same at, at Gloucester, or is it a little bit too in sort of the distant past to take anything from? Yeah, and no, obviously they're they're a uh, um, you know, big club, and um, they they were fighting. Uh, well, they were right at the top of the league, um, but there's been a lot of transition. Obviously, managers changed, um, personnel's changed, 
Um, but yeah, so like I say, it's difficult to read into anything uh, in terms of a form book because they've got a lot of new additions into the into the team and to the squad. Um, obviously had a good cup win uh, last last weekend, uh, and we know it's going to be a diff- difficult game for us. And obviously away from league competition, you obviously had the, the draw for the third qualifying round of the, the FA Cup, and you're in a away tie at Runcorn Linnets. What was your kind of a, initial reaction to that? Yeah, I mean it's something that. Um, as of Monday, we'll be we'll be looking at um, uh, how they play and the facilities and and what what kind of uh, test it's going to be and how we go about it. But at the minute, yeah, we're obviously pleased to be in the hat. Um, but all our focus is on Gloucester. Well, there you go. Um, a little bit of news about players uh, potentially being back in the uh, next few weeks as well, which is obviously a, a big thing because we only had four four named substitutes. Out of possible seven on Saturday, um, you know, and the worry was, uh, I, I nearly put the the hoodoo on it during commentary. I said, if we lose a defensive player, then Lewis' story goes off. And then I said after that, I said, um, well, at least you know, God forbid, if we have another injury in defence, Owen Bailey can you know move back into the defensive positions. And then he took a knock, and uh, Jack Hunter goes, you just don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jack give me back in two weeks he'll fall down the stairs yeah <laughs> um, we've got a few more messages here David Tron oh I forgot to take that banner off about the um, go oh no I've put it back on <laughs> um, right there we go David Tron has put uh, the FA uh, the lights went out on the FA Cup uh, Sun, uh, Shields FA Cup dream I cannot read today um, the Southport game was the most dramatic game of the season so far uh, yes, certainly was. Of course, we've got a few games to catch up on. Uh, obviously, there's the, the Kidderminster game that happened as well, uh, since we weren't on air. And uh, and Mr. Luxburg, I was actually at the Carly United against um, Salford match. Of course, I know he's on holiday over that way. Well, we've got a surprise guest coming in, Mickey. Can you believe it? No. There we go, Mark Carruthers. Hello there, Mark. How are you doing? This is like the worst surprise ever, isn't it? It's like, oh, get the Christmas day and find you didn't get that bike you wanted. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, dare you refer to me and David as a bike. <laughs> no further comment needed on that one, I think. Yes. Um, Mark, since the last time we spoke to you, um, say we, we, we weren't really um, we were excited about pre-season. And that, that form has been, i say, Transfer well, it's been carried over into the actual season and of another fine win, and this time in the FA Cup. And things are looking quite rosy at the minute on the pitch, aren't they? They certainly are, yeah. I mean, Leamington apart, it's been a, a, a near perfect start of the season, hasn't it? The new players have settled in well, the, the strikers are looking looking excellent, they're all on form, they're all scoring. Um, maybe a bit of a debate about Adam Campbell's goal, I'm not just sure that was his, but uh, yeah. you know, the, re- the rest of them have uh, have performed really well, and Adam. To be fair, he might not have, have scored, uh, but he's certainly playing a good part in uh, in the attack and plays a vital part of it. Uh, you look in the midfield, and, and you know there's been a couple of players missing, but the, there's still strength and depth in there. It's working, and at the back four, well, back four, back three, back five, whatever you want to call it, whichever formation is played, it seems to be working. And you look at players like Louis Story's come in and, and, and done a great job since he's come in. I think a lot of people thought he maybe wouldn't play as much as he has, but when he has played, he's he certainly looked apart. Um, but I think anyone that's seen Louis play at, at Heaven over the last two years or three years knows that he could step up. Um, and he's been excellent so far. So, yeah, as you say, I should mention the goalkeeper as well. He's been excellent since he's come in. Um, 
But it, it looks to me as if the squad's happy. Um, it doesn't look as if there's any gaps in there. There's options all over the place. And Mike and, and Busted's team selection so far, that it's kind of been a horses for courses and it's working uh, working a treat. It certainly is. And I think the, the, the myself, uh, Paul Dixon and, and you, we had a conversation and I think it was Paul Dixon brought it up that obviously this was the season Greg Ollie, he fought and I think we all agreed he needed to step up. We then found out about 15 minutes later that he was going to be captain for the season and that made that statement even more uh, of a, a, a truth and he really has and on Saturday was just another fine performance, a great goal and two fantastic deliveries to set up um, the other goals, but his, his all-round performance. Do you think the captain's armband has been a real, not a shot in the arm, I don't want to go down that route, but it's, it's been something that's that's given him an extra morale boost on a match day? Um, I, I don't think Greg Ollie needed an extra morale boost. I think the responsibility of it maybe has brought an extra 10% to, to his game, possibly. But I, I think, you know, he's always going to be a key player for Gateshead. I think, for me, he's a Football League player, not even a National League player. He's a Football League player. Um, I love the fact that he's playing in a number of positions now. You know, he can play deeper, he can play that 10 role, he can play out wide. Um, but I think he, he's found a role in the team now, or Mike's found a role for him in the team that, that brings out the best in him. And there's never been any doubt of Greg Ollie's talent. I mean, I remember watching him when he was at Newcastle as a as a youngster, and he always stood out even then. Um, so for for Gateshead to get him, for to keep him as long as they have, and to, to build a team uh, that brings the best out of him and, and the players in front of him uh, is only ever going to work, really, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, he, he's a, he kind of leads by example, doesn't he? I don't think he's a shouter. He's not a you know he's not getting in people's faces, but he, he leads by example. He sets the the standards, you know, that's a key thing running through the club, from the top of the club, through to the management, through to the players. They all set a standard for each other to hit, and uh, Greg's at the very top of that. It certainly is. And you mentioned about uh, Lewis Story, you know, stepping up with ease. We, we mentioned a little bit earlier on in the programme about Dan Ward was maybe a bit of a cameo player last year. We, we've seen him in a number of positions, never in central midfield. He was always either on the right or the left, maybe even up top. And... Saturday, we've seen a, an all-round performance, midfield performance, but, you know, combinating in his goal, which he took really well, was probably, I think, the, the best one in open play that was scored. Um, but we're seeing Dan Ward really start to step up as well now. I think, first of all, we should say what a, what a finish it was as well. I mean, the touch inside the player and didn't really have a lot of backlift, so the technique was, was outrageous for, for me. And, and to get it past the goalkeeper with as much whip and as much power as he did says a lot about uh, about Dan's technique. But, um, yeah, again, he's another one. I don't think his talent has ever been in doubt. He's another one that I've seen, to be fair, since even before he was at Newcastle. I remember playing for uh, a couple of junior sides that I used to coach against my team when I, I was coaching, used to play against them. Um, and he was always talented then. Um Again, went in Newcastle, was unlucky with injuries at Newcastle. Um, I think he, was, he said in an interview we did last year that he, he was close to getting a, a deal that was touch and go, whether he was going to get one or not. Um, went to Borough, did all right there, and, and just needed experienced men's football. And I think what you're seeing now is a player that is comfortable with men's football. He's comfortable with the senior side of the game. He's comfortable in what is a very, very physical league. Uh, with some, you know, some sides in this league will target players like Dan and, and Greg, obviously, who just talked, uh, just mentioned there. Um, yeah. But he look, he looks at ease with that, and I think Dan Ward now he's getting a consistent run of games will only get better from where he is. 
And um, I say just on on the press front, we've seen an article come out today. Um, I'll just put a link up to it here about uh, so what do you make of this? Because we've seen teams thrown out for uh, clerical errors, and I, I don't know. I don't think this was a clerical error. I think it was a late change, but the team sheet wasn't amended um, before the game went out because it was that late. Do, do, do you see why Bradford are upset here, or do you just think it's a bit of pomp and circumstance? Oh, I'm genuinely not reading anything into it. Um, I'd, I'd be utterly shocked if anything happened. I don't think it will. Um, by all accounts, it was a late change that was made, um, as, as you said there, but uh, I'm not really paying too much attention to it. I'd be staggered if anything comes of it, put it that way. Yeah, I think it was, uh, the referee must have known ahead of kickoff, otherwise there would have been an issue made of it. But, sour uh, grapes. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll very very sour grapes. But yeah, and um, well, Mark, you played football yourself tonight. Uh, <laughs> It was. It wasn't great. I'm not going to lie, but uh, it, it was. It was a warm up for the main event on Monday. That's that's all I'm, I'll say. Um, the main event on Monday. Yes. Um. I'm. I'm uh, so obviously everyone knows I'm involved with the the Ify Care Share Foundation. Um. And we have been entered into a, a national uh, charity FA Cup competition. Um. Ooh. So I'm part of the squad. I, I dare say a. a, a a cameo might happen rather than a starting place, but uh, we're we're playing uh, Northumbria Police at Hebben Town on on Monday night. Uh, kickoffs half seven. Um, so it's it's called the National Affinity Cup, um, and if we if we do get past, sorry, when we get past Northumbria Police, uh, we'll be playing the Bradley Lowry Foundation in the next round, which should be fun. Um, it is open. The gates will be open. It's just all asking for as a donation. Uh, if anyone wants to come and watch and uh, get behind the behind the squad, there will be some uh, familiar faces playing from for those who watch the Northern League. I think we've got a couple of Northern League players in the squad. Um, so all for a good cause and, and, and should be good fun. Uh, and if nothing else, you can come and laugh at me, try and play football. I'll laugh. I was going to say what I'll go and do and just boom, Mark. M- Mickey, Mickey. Join the, join the queue. Join the queue. <laughs> you know what I liked about that, Mickey? He said familiar faces, not ringers. <laughs> They're not really ringers. They're not really ringers. But uh, I'm also... not really ringers. You're <laughs> <laughs> not when you see the names. They're not really ringers. Um, no, I, must, um, I must say just quickly a massive thank you to Heaven Town as well. They've been fantastic uh, hosting us at the at their fantastic facility. I know obviously the relationship between the two clubs, between Gateshead and Heaven, are, has flourished in the last three years. Um, and Josh, Josh Yule, obviously familiar to Gateshead fans, uh, still in and around the club, but doing a great job at, at Heaven. He's given us massive media support as well. Um, and, uh, for the, that's for the game. commentary, so I cannot wait to commentate well, on you, Mark. Well, well, he beat us to it because I was going to. I was, I was about to say, if, if you know any decent commentators, can you put, yeah. point them point them in my direction? But uh, you, you'll do. You'll do. You'll, you'll, you'll do, do. But do. no, you'll do. Um, <laughs> That Waitley comes on now. I'm going to be writing slow <laughs> and everything now. You just oh, get ready. You just get ready to commentate on that last minute winner. All right. That, I will. I will. As, as, there won't oh, be any problem please. against the police. <laughs> <laughs> I've right. got it all. I've got it all signed up. I've only known about an hour, but I'll I'll have yeah. more more puns and hopefully Mark not on the mic telling us never to see them again. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. But <laughs> that should be a fantastic occasion. So if you just want to remind people. What, where, who's playing again and what time and uh, where it's at? 
Yeah, so it's at uh, Heaven Town Sports Ground. I hope to use the correct name, the oh, what is it, the Green Energy Sports Ground or the Energy Check Sports Ground, one of the two. I apologise to anyone listening from Heaven. Uh, I always get, get mixed up. Anyway, Heaven Town Sports Club uh, on Monday, uh, this coming Monday, half seven kickoff, but the gates will be open earlier than that. Um, make it, uh, clever. Make a win. <laughs> very good. That's very good. Welcome, Charles. Um, yes. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so it's yeah, half seven kickoff. Gates will be open before that. The clubhouse or the, the fantastic facility in heaven will be open um, before that. So spend as much money as you can in there. It is donations we're asking for for people to come in and watch. Um, so that will all go to uh, to the foundation. A fantastic cause, doing great work, uh, not just the northeast but beyond. Um, and, and you know, hopefully we can. We can get a result and uh, enjoy this competition. I think it's the first one that's been done. Um, so there's there's a lot of charities around the country taking part. There's games already taking place in the first round. So um, you know it is a bit of fun, but we'll be taking it seriously as well and trying to trying to get a win. Great cause, great cause, and hopefully fantastic. Well, well done, mate. Who knows if you win the inaugural one, you'll go down in history. Already there, mate. Already there, mate. Already there. <laughs> Um, as I say, Mark, just, just before we let you go, of course, Gloucester at home on Saturday. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But now every game's going to be tough with the start that we've had. We've got to maintain what we've done. I think Gateshead have always been seen as one of the better teams in the league. I know that the full-time thing gets thrown around too easily for me. I don't think full-time means what it used to in non-league football. I think you know a lot of the part-time players look after themselves as much as, as full-time players do, go to the gym on days off and all that sort of stuff. However, um, I think the tactical side of Gateshead's game, the way the forensic nature of, of Busted and, and, and Mike, the way they look at the tactical side, they know the players inside out, they get to work on that side of the game every every day they're in with these players, and that makes a difference. Uh, and the fact they're just a very good side as well. Um Yes, Gloucester will be difficult. I'm not sure they will be the Gloucester we saw last year, which was very difficult despite Gateshead beating them. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it will still be a very, very tough challenge, but one that I expect Gateshead to come through uh, with another three points at home. And hopefully, and I will say this, and I hope people don't mind me saying this, I hope it's in front of a big crowd because the uh, the people of Gateshead need to get behind this club yeah. because it is going places and they need to get on board, you know, I'll say it, even if other people won't, the attendances haven't been what I think they should be. Um, I think it should be comfortably in four figures. Mm-hmm. And I just hope, given what's happening elsewhere in professional football on Tyneside, that a few people will see what is happening at the International Stadium and get behind the club because there's a very, very good group of players. There's a togetherness there. There's a great management team in there. Um, and, you know, this is the fans' club now, isn't it? We keep saying that. Mm-hmm. The club belongs to the fans and that's not happening elsewhere. So I hope... There is a four-figure crowd there on Saturday, and I hope to see the lads get a great win. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And, and, and I say, people are going to think you've got more plugs than an electrician here, Mark. But you've got another, you've got another uh, fantastic show that's out weekly. If I let you give that another little push as well. Uh, apologies, I was going to help Mark with it this week. <laughs> do, do, do you know and, what? I, I, well, <laughs> it, it hasn't been on for two weeks, but it will be back next week. Uh, just circumstances yeah. have dictated the last two weeks that I haven't yeah. been able to do it. Most of all, dodgy Wi-Fi. I mentioned no names, Virgin Media. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, we will be back on Monday with the Sunderland Echo Northern Goal Show. Uh, kind of a, well, this is a massive oversell, bit of a match of the day for non-league football in the Northeast. Um, 
goals from around the, the region from the National League down to the Northern League. Um, some expert guests and Dave's on sometimes as well. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll so, yeah, that. yeah uh, that's normally out every Tuesday. And as I say, it'll be back next week. Um, but keep, keep an eye on the Sunderland Network. They're really pushing um, the non-league side of it. I've got a column out every Wednesday as well. Um, and there's also a new feature called uh, Five to Watch, which is when I identify five non-league games from around the region to go and watch every week. Um, so they're on the specialist non-league pages of the Sunderland Echo website. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it for plugs now, isn't it? <laughs> it is well, Mark, and I actually read a Sunderland Echo article with it, subscribe, and then again. And... You can, you can. I think you can read, is it three a week for subscribing? Uh-huh. But you know, they, to be fair, they, they are they are pushing the non-league game a lot online, which is great. And and I, I go back to you know they didn't obviously historically didn't really cover the club, um, but they they helped the club through some tough times. They allowed me free reign to, to do what I did. You know, credit to, to Ross Ross Gregory and Richmond here for doing that and allowed me to to get in depth with what was going on a few years back and and keep covering the club as as we are. So they are really really pushing. Uh, the non-league game, which is which is great, and uh, yeah. long long may it continue. Definitely. Definitely. I have a say, follow Mark on social media, and you'll see links to all of the aforementioned articles and videos. Mark, it's always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for joining us, and um, we'll hopefully see you soon. I'll see you Monday see night. You. Yeah, hopefully see you Monday. Save the one. Stick with fingers up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you be the one phone the ambulance, ready for full time. I'll be all right. We <laughs> well, if I've got to come on for you, you'll need two. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. There we go. Mark Rivers, always a joy to talk to Mark. Um, he's, he's very well versed in the non league uh, scene and um, very knowledgeable, isn't he? And uh, please do, I, I can't emphasize this enough. I know I don't like to go over old ground, but when the the man that will not be named owned the club. Mark was a massive champion of the club in the local press. If it was not for Mark, we may not have got things in the national eye like we did. He was every day, he was writing articles, having to scrap them because things changed and writing a completely new one. And that was happening for months. And uh, Mark really did, um, you know, support the club. And, uh, you know, he, he championed our corner. Uh, with those articles that he wrote. So if you do fancy a bit of football on Monday and they get out the house, avoid Coronation Street or whatever's on the telly, get along there. What, Still, mind, what an absolutely fantastic course. It certainly is. And I think a five or a ten are on the door, whatever you can afford, it goes to a fantastic course. And you're going to see some names from Northeast non-league football. I mean, you'll hazard a guess to who a couple will be. I would imagine we might see the likes of Graham Armstrong and a couple of others, you know, like that. So I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been told, but I would imagine it, I would, you might be there uh, and say with links to heaven and things like that. But who knows? But I'm sure you'll be in for a good night of entertainment and I'm sure a competitive game. And when else do you get to boo the police and not get wrong for it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Glad you said that. <laughs> when you get pulled for your tyres, mate, it's your own fault. <laughs> I don't know why I said why would anyone boo the police but you know what I mean <laughs> and uh, so if, when you when you hear the clunk click on the commentary of me wrists getting like, handcuffed uh, you know why um, so uh, but yeah no, but anyway, uh, um, one second um, 
All right. Uh, Mason Ford has put something, but I don't. Oh, yeah, I'd say that's a Newcastle reference. We'll, we'll not reference them. But uh, thank yeah. you very much for your message. Oh, we're going to wrap it up there. I didn't think we'd go on for the full hour because um, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to Lasses, Davy. Oh, yes, that's what I was going to talk about before Mark come on. He, that was going to be the thing I was going to come on to. Uh, we haven't been able to speak about the ladies' game. Um, see, so they had a fantastic FA Cup win away to uh, Gisborough. And yeah. also a good draw against Durham United as well. Still undefeated. And Mickey, you're our man in the ladies' camp. Keeps yeah. Um, played really well at Gisborough. Some of the football we played. I'm not just, not just saying it. We played some really good stuff at Gisborough. I mean, the scoreline... What, what was the scoreline again? 12. 12. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. against a team in the league above. Remember, let's put yeah. this in... I mean, point. they hadn't played... And they hadn't had a... They only played friendlies, but... But still, the players of a, of a league above and, you know, an established club. Remember, this is only the second season. And, you know, I mean, uh, things like oh, this. The first time in the ladies' FA Cup... And to go out and win 12 0 in your first game, doesn't matter who the opposition is, it's history being made, you know, the, the precedent's being set. Uh, they played really well, Davy. Um, Gia Anderson got double hat Rick and Livy scored, and Jack, all, the, all the, three, the three amigos are back from America. Mm-hmm. And they played really well. I mean, on Sunday, um, it was a hard game. The team they were playing were, weren't a bad team at all. Couldn't break them down. They had a couple of chances themselves. It was a really good game. I think it was a game they needed. Yeah. Um, but I've got no complaints. Uh, they stuck at it. And they just kept grafting away, kept grafting away. They come close a couple of times to win it. Well, I yeah. think a draw was a fair result on the day, to be fair. I'm a big believer uh, that you sometimes need a, like a, a stern test or taken to the wire to show what your team's made of and give let them know what the when they have to dig deep and things like that. It's all right team roller and a couple of sides and thinking everything's great, but you know that's not always going to be the case. And if you can get one of them games where you have to show your grit, your determination, you've got to knuckle in and and go for it, you know, then it, it, they'll come out of it stronger on the other side. Definitely. I mean, we've got, I haven't got a game this week, but the following Sunday, October the 3rd, home to Spennymoor in the oh, FA Cup. That'll be a good one. And I, is that, that will be, be a test. Is that going to be, did I read somewhere that that's going to be played at Gitter National Stadium? Uh, I've, I've read that it was going to be played at the stadium. I don't know if that means down at the stadium. Mm-hmm. Or on the pitches behind. I, 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 as I say, I read that as well. I, I, for some reason, in my eye, I, I read it as on the main pitch, but I'm sure we'll get confirmation of that in the future. And is a concert the ladies have it have got on Sunday? I heard we didn't have a game, but um, I will I will look into it, Mason. Um, yeah. I got told we didn't have a game. Oh, well, maybe the, the game after. Might have rearranged it. So. Um, I hope they have, because they need it. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're hopefully going to get Simon Johnson on. If I wasn't feeling ill with a lurgy this week, I would have uh, been able to meet up with him for an interview because they do train on a Thursday night. So it's yeah. hard to get him on um, uh, when, you know, obviously after that's happened, by the time he gets back, logistics and things. But yeah, he's doing a fantastic job, Simon, and uh, long may continue. He's, you know, he's, he's a. Yeah, it's, I mean, he had a, He stepped into some. Michael got them the championship last season. 
and he's stepped into the shoes and he's carried on the good work and the lasses fully respect what he's doing. Got some good players there. I mean, the new last Libby West and Kirsty are two good players as well. Uh, apparently, so, on the website, Mickey, that they're playing concert. All right, uh, I'll have to have a look, Mason. I, I got told they weren't, they didn't have a game, so that's maybe well, I've heard wrong. Maybe it's been rearranged in the, in the last uh, couple of days, but hopefully they go on and have another good performance in that, and you know, get another three points. It'd be... I mean, that is game against them, and uh, I think they took them. Took them the uh, in the friendly, didn't it? I'm sure it was a close game when they played them in the friendly. Well, I think so, yeah. If memory serves right, but uh, Mickey still got the the game on Saturday of it. See, I'm not going to ask for predictions. I just I just want us to carry on playing the way we are because if we play the way we do, we're, we're in with more than a chance of coming away with with three points. Well, was it Gary Mills used to say, if we stick to what we do, good. Mm-hmm. We'll worry about ourselves, not about them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, if you want the God's honest truth, apart from the getting beaten 9 love Jolly, I couldn't even tell you what Gloucester's results were. No, I, to be honest, I, I've been staying away like from the league table a little bit. I know we're, we're in the playoffs. I couldn't tell you exactly which spot it is. I like to get a few more games under a belt and you know, then look at it and see how the land lies and see how people have started the season properly because some games, some teams haven't played as many games as others. And, you know, it's just getting everyone on a level playing field, so to speak, and then we can see, you know, where teams are. Because, look, I mean, I, I, to lie, I probably looked about two weeks ago, but York have claimed back up the league from their poor start. So, I've looked at the league, Dave, God's honest. Yeah. Couldn't so, even tell you what's up. <laughs> on the next show, we'll have the league table. Um, we'll put it up on, on the screen. We'll uh, try and make it look like Sky Sports. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, Mickey, we've, we've went went over an hour. I didn't expect to make it an hour. Uh, it's been an enjoyable one. Matty Jacob, massive thank you to him for coming on. Yeah, lovely lad. Uh, to say happy birthday again to friend of the show and sure. uh, foundation ambassador Charlotte Potts, twenty seven today. Twenty um, one plus that. Yeah, as Mickey, you were, can I just take you all into a little secret? Mickey was trying to feed her pies. Like oh, yeah, it's funny though, because I knew she, I knew she wouldn't have one. So I was saying, you should have the pies. I lush, and you were saying they were lush. I still had pie in my teeth. Um, <laughs> I, I did see it. If we didn't, it was a birthday. Would have put a candle on the top. Yeah, see, we could have done that, couldn't we? But uh, no, as I say, big thank you to Mark Rivers as well because he messages to see if 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 you want to uh, want him to come on, and uh, of course so we're not going to turn down a guest. Uh, so it was lovely of Mark to come on as well and get along to heaven on Monday if you fancy seeing a game of football all in the aid of a fantastic uh, cause. And uh, make sure you bring some tomatoes to throw at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, say that. Should be great. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to uh, seeing him strut his stuff on the pitch. He talks a good game. Let's see if he can play one. Um, but no, no. In all seriousness, just get along there if you fancy a ga- uh, seeing a game. Seven thirty kickoff. Heaven Sports Ground, and that should be good. And Mickey, thank you to you as ever. It's been a it's been an enjoyable one, and hopefully, uh, as I. yeah. And uh, so good luck to Mark on Monday from Gordon. Yeah, thank you very much, and yeah. thank you for one that's messaged in as well. And remember, if you haven't already subscribed on. Uh, YouTube, please do so 
and um i say like us on facebook and on uh the he Dummy podcast live it is on facebook if you can like and follow on there and on twitter as well give us a follow and just helps us be able to reach more people and remember share the podcast share the show share anything you see from gated football club as well on their social media let's get this out to the people of gated as mark said the crowds should be better at the minute i was a bit disappointed with uh under 600 there on saturday but FA Cup qualifying games are always notoriously uh, a little bit iffy um, in the years gone by. But let's make a change to that if we can get through against Runcorn in the next game. We're only one game away if we can get through, that is. We're only one game away from the uh, first round proper and that's when the magic really starts to happen. So say, let's get it and push it. <coughs> let's hope so. And again, to Mark... And everyone at Heaven, I hope they raise a boatload of cash for a very good cause. Yeah, well, we'll leave the last message with Craig Hilton. Don't like the, I don't know, this isn't his message, but I just don't like the badge, the South Shields badge. Got to change the gate, said. Uh, thank you, uh, for, guys, for today. Good show. He's probably regretting yes, something I've said about his, uh, his avatar there. But uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, remember, there isn't any commentary on Saturday, um, but um, we'll uh, be back next week hopefully talking about uh, three points and also previewing the away game away to Runcorn in the FA Cup. Bye. Take care.